Drayton Jackson conversation with Dre. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's good, people? Hope everybody is well. Hope everything is going good with you in your life, uh, as it should be. Uh, I want to thank all of you that do listen, all five of you that listen. No, we stop. <laughs> We're looking at the numbers. We, we look good over the iTunes. Shout out to um, iTunes and Apple over there. Definitely everybody that listens on iTunes platform, we appreciate you. Uh, Anchor platform, appreciate you, definitely. My people on Google. Uh, shout out to you as well. You know, um, a lot of things going on, man, in, in, in the world. You know how it go. You know, and the playoff time is here, uh, for the NBA. Loving it. Uh, uh, and it's, it's kind of, tell, tell the truth. Isn't it weird not having LeBron James name said throughout the playoffs? That's like, it's, it's, but like, it's really bugged. Like I've been, I've been listening and watching it, and it's like I totally forgot that this dude played. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It, it is, it is like very interesting. But let me say this though. Ah, uh, yeah. When you give a guy like that a break this long and get his body time to rest, yeah. <laughs> Next year might be might be crazy. Oh my god. Anyway, um, so definitely a lot of uh, transformations y'all dudes know. I mean, everybody knows about podcasts. Um, I mean, not the podcast, but the Facebook page. It is it is crazy. We, I mean, it's it's get it's gonna go harder. There's stuff up there now, but it's gonna go harder. It's the Drayton Jackson experience. You can go to YouTube right now and really just you know check it out and see some of the stuff up there. Uh, the studio's coming along even much better uh, than we expected. It's some good stuff, man. Uh, gotta gotta go to it, though, but it's it's all right. It's a good drive. I can get to think about what I gotta do before I get there. But, uh, and as you know, you know, a lot, a lot of things is just popping off. Got some speaking engagements, a lot of things uh, coming up um, that, that we're dealing with. So, you know, we just, we just making strides, man, and I thank all of you guys for taking the journey with me and supporting me. Uh, as I said, a lot of the, the stuff that happens here when you see new stuff in the studios is because of your donations and the things that you give, and I appreciate you, my team appreciates you. I mean, we ain't cutting checks for ourselves. It's just, just to you know pay for everything that's there. And I, I really, really appreciate everybody that, that has uh, uh, given. And we have some stuff coming to you guys uh, as well. We do need people's addresses or where you want product sent uh, when you get it. But um, that's either here or there when you when you want to. But uh, we thank you. We appreciate you for it uh, for everything that's there. So today. Um, Oh my goodness, man. We have a good show for you today. Uh, I got bodybuilder Chris Binkley. Uh, I mean, about to do it up hard as far as letting you guys know about mind, body, and muscle and some good stuff that uh, is coming out of just how to work out and how, you know, just working out and exercising helps you overall, but teaching you how to do it in a right way for where you're at, 
You know what I'm saying? And really investing into yourself. So I think that's a good, it's going to be a great conversation today. So the, he and I have been talking for a long time and I think that this is a great platform to be on and ladies, you know, when you, when you see the body, uh, and the post that we put up, don't go crazy. You know what I'm saying? But I told we may, we may, we may work with them, put something together for y'all from, from conversations with Dre, you know, it's like a firefighter's calendar or something. I don't know. We'll put it together. We'll see. All right. So look, sit back, baby. Just relax. And yeah, I don't talk too much. Don't worry about that. But we're going to talk about it today. I know that. We're going to talk about it. Conversation with Dre. That young lady, Maria, last night. Must have been her husband's payday. That's what brought me to see a brand new diamond link that you see me with on. You know what I'm saying? You know why? Why can't you? When I get the job done. Welcome back, you man. Dre Jackson conversation with Dre, man. Oh, let's get there. Christina Aguilera and Red Man. I love you, man. I love that track. I can't front. Chris, Chris, one of one of your favorite tracks. You work out to that ever? Oh man, I no, I work out to the old Christina when she was all soft and you know like young and stuff. The, the, the younger, what they used to call her, the young Mariah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. She's like the same age as I am. So like when she was coming out or she's like two years older than me, uh, when she was coming out, I was like, I was like, man, she's got to be the hottest girl on the planet, you know? <laughs> For real. She had it though. So I ain't gonna lie. She, she definitely there, man. Definitely there. So real quick, we want to get back to like what you, what you talking about with bodybuilding and everything, man. And like I said, I, I've always appreciated you with over the years, just, um, you know, just really uh, staying core to what you said. When I when I met you in 2013, 2014, uh, the main thing that I saw with you was you said, yo, I'm going to compete and I'm going to win. You know what I'm saying? And I and I saw it, man. I was like, wow, like he's for real, you know, and it, it, was, it was there. Let, let, I mean, you came for the military. You have all of this there. When was the first time that you really started looking at bodybuilding because like you said in the military you had the gym but you know nobody was there to teach you how to do it you didn't want to really you didn't have the passion to go in and learn when did it when did it become real to you like you know what i could do this and this is what i need to do well that's kind of a that's kind of a funny story i um so i told you i gained that 60 pounds in one year well uh i I went into a relationship and I got out of a relationship and I was like, all oh, like, I felt fat for the first time. And, uh, I, I started going to a gym. I ended up losing like 50 pounds in four months. And, uh, but I was every day, the first thing I would do when I got to the gym was right in front of the counter, there was a scale. Mm-hmm. And every day, every day I would walk in, step on that scale and then go do my workout. Wow. And, uh, and the and the one of the guys at the front desk, this guy named Anthony Brewer, he lives down in uh, Florida now. He watched me for like two months, consistently going to the gym, like training, working out. You know, like I so I would end up doing an hour of running, which was usually like an um, uh, eight miles on the treadmill, and then I would work out for like. 30 minutes with weights, but I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Right. 
And then, and then I would leave, and it was like a quiet gym, so I was like all peaceful, but I didn't realize this guy was watching me. Right. And uh, he actually, so then he one day got irritated at watching me get on the scale, so he, he ripped me over by the by the collar of my shirt. He, like, legitimately grabbed me. And this, this guy, I didn't describe him, but he was like 5'8", and like 240, 250 pounds, Jeez. just as like, yeah, just me. And uh, I was always super intimidated by him. And he just snatches me up by the collar and throws me in front of the mirror. And he says, what matters, the scale or what you can see? And I just said, I, I just said, uh, you know, as I lose weight, people like acknowledge that. And he said, he's like, but what if you could get bigger and eat whatever you want and get even more, he used a certain word, but like he, you know, he was just basically saying like, what if I could actually enjoy the process and develop? So then he went, he proceeded to give me the uh, Arnold Encyclopedia right, of bodybuilding. Right, right. He gave me his personal one. And then he gave me all the 1980s bodybuilding magazines uh, that he had in the box. Wow! And uh, <laughs> he he basically like he basically was like, educate yourself. And then and then he's like, I'll teach you how to eat. I'll teach you how to lift. And you know, frankly, a lot of how I train is is just off of how he how he taught me. And. Uh, you know, I've obviously implemented, you know, coaches since programs, but the, how I lift and how I approach the gym um, and my eating and stuff is largely based off of that guy. And, uh, Let's talk about something real quick, because I think a lot of people get it confused. Like what you just said was that, you know, you was in a relationship and everything and you felt, you know, fat. A lot of people, especially a lot, a lot of my listeners, they always, we always think that that's a woman's thing. Like we always think that women go through it. We always think that, you know, women are trying to, you know, look good for us, but men do it too. I mean, I, I, I can't lie. I, I went through the same thing. Um, not, you know, I, I ain't even going to say not too long ago, but when I remember when, uh, because my daughters always say that I'm fat, you know, they call me old fat man. So, but it plays on you. As a man, yeah. So talk, talk about that. What what was what was that psychologically? Because here it was, you was going in and you was actually weighing yourself. You was actually going in and making sure. How how frustrating was that to you mentally? To 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 really do that. So are you saying that like feel like I needed to do that? Yeah. Did you like because you said that coming out of the relationship, you started feeling like you know I'm fat. I need to make sure that people see me like that. Was it the was it what you went through in the relationship and trying to prove yourself to to her or just the people in general? No, I I just I I, I realized that if I wanted to attract someone that I you know more desired then I needed to be desirable to that person. But it very much did end up developing into, like, wanting that attention. Right. right. You know? 
Do you think, let me ask you this, do you, because that, that is a conception that a lot of people, uh, have with bodybuilders. You know, Ar- Arnold was very, uh, open about that, that he loves, you know, showing off his body to women and stuff like that. Do you think that that is a, a, a major, uh, psychological, uh, approach to a lot of bodybuilders that they, they do want to look good for people? Well, that, that's how this started. Um, you know, that's that's how it started, and then very much so when I transitioned into, like, the competitive side of things. Right. And I, I, I started understanding, like, the nutrition and the science and, and all the stuff that goes into it. It less became, and very much so, like, non-existent now about anything about anyone else's attention or craving. Like I do this now purely because I love the process of seeing my body change and seeing what I can do with it. And as a, like, like Arnold and uh, Arnold said, he said, it's a work of art. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no. You're just putting clay on it in, in, in places. And, and the crazy part is if people understood nutrition, the amount of food that you can eat, and make your body look the way you want, they, that people would never struggle with the whole, like, perception of dieting. Right. <laughs> Say it again. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. Oh, no, no, that's, that's like some, that's some wisdom just thrown down right there. <laughs> if people realized how much they could eat and transform their bodies, then they would, then they would never, like, crave that. Like they they never have that issue of dieting. So let, let let's let's, most, let's talk about like what was name me something that was like so hard for you because as you're talking about that and, and and that's the key. Like with me, I learned that when my first competition, like I only had one competition. I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> but you know when when I went to the competition, the guy in the gym was like, you know, you gotta bulk up. He said you gotta bulk up. You know, I was going for a certain weight class, and I just ate. I ate and I lift. I ate and I lift. I ate. And then he said, all right, you got a week out. You got to stop eating. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I got to stop eating. And then it was just a matter of getting the body right and to see that transformation. Name me something that was so hard in, you know, the process of bodybuilding. Like, what's the one thing that you find very hard for you in training? You know, frankly, I, I think I can answer it for everyone, not just myself, mm. you know. Um, I, I seriously think it just comes down to your ability to control your mind. Ooh. Go talk talk about that. Talk about that. Well, you know, if you control your mind, you can self-educate. Most people do not self-educate nearly enough in any topic. Then two, okay, so your, your human body, your human body is an investment. And if you can go learn to lift from someone, that's an investment in your body. That's, if you look at people's bills down the road for insurance, the, the people that lift and, and eat properly end up like in the retirement not having to pay any medical bills in comparison. Go ahead. Go ahead. And 
But but so so talking about that, here, here you go. When you talk about, you know, that as they get older, the health wise is there. Explain to, to, to the audience how working out has helped you mentally and how does it help people you think overall mentally and not just the physical, but the mental state and the spiritual state. Explain that. How has that worked for you first? Well, I think, um, you know, the the, the uh, anxiety epidemic, which is what I'll call it in in the world, yeah, where now everybody's got like anxiety issues. Uh, don't get me wrong; I think there is a real brain chemistry impact, but the science that they're coming out with now with nutrition, the things I've seen with my clients, um, you know, like. A lot of a lot of the stuff that you eat nowadays can make you ill, and uh, people don't even think about it. And um, and I'm not talking. I'm not saying like you can't eat pizza every once in a while, right? But it's like, but it's like you know, if you eat if you eat twenty frozen burritos a, a week through the microwave, and your intestines are bleeding from the inside, and you don't acknowledge that. Right. Uh, you know, like, that's an issue. <laughs> and, and I think a lot of people don't, they don't realize that. They don't realize that, you know, we, we're damaging ourselves just by what's offered to us on a daily basis for quickness, for quickness. Yeah, no, it's pure, it's pure laziness. It's, that's what it is. Call it. I'm here with Chris Brinkley, man. And let me tell you this. I, I, we, we send me some more pictures because he, he got he has a competition coming up, man. And we we gonna get behind you. We gonna have the we gonna have the whole. All my listeners are gonna give you a shout out for next week during the competition. You got my word on that. We gonna we gonna put them out there and, and give you that shout out uh, for you. So we got we gonna send over some more pictures. We may have to put together a calendar for you. We may have to put together a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh, <laughs> it's your man Dre Jackson. Conversation with Dre. We'll be right back, baby. You think you got the best of me? Think you've had the last laugh? Bet you think that everything good is gone. Think you left me broken down. Think that I'll come on and back. Maybe you don't know me because you're dead wrong. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Welcome back. What's good? That's right. If it don't make you stronger, man, gotta, everything got to make you stronger. Chris, Chris, Chris talking about that right now. Got to make you stronger. Don't don't be lazy about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got to be strong. Don't about be lazy. It. Exactly. Don't, no, no. Lazy. So like real talk, um, you you get I mean, I, I'm a fan. I, I, I can't lie. I, I, I was a big fan of what's the weightlifting uh, or the workout show where they, they brought in people like 400 pounds, 300 pounds and all of that. Biggest loser. Biggest, yeah, biggest, biggest, biggest loser. Thank you. So I, I was, I was, and I'm a fan. I can't remember the name, but <laughs> I was, I was, I was, a, I was a big fan of that because my my biggest uh, pet peeve in any trainer or any dieter, like when people make people go out and diet, I always get mad at them because I said iron. This is the way I grew up, right? Iron 
transforms fat into muscle. That's the way I grew up. You know what I'm saying? One of my coaches, Coach Seno from South Shore, he said, Drayton, you know, I was a quarterback. I was skinny as all outdoors. And all he said to me was the reverse of what he would say to the linemen. He would say, you have to build muscle. And he said, iron builds muscle. You don't have any fat to get rid of. So he said, iron builds muscle. So do you think that a lot of people, uh, what do you think? Now, let me say it this way. What do you think that excuse of laziness? Why do you think that that exists for people that are overweight and struggling to try to get there? Well, okay. I can very quickly give you a timeline. So look at, look at the food, look at the food industry and then look at the uh, blue collar from World War II transition into the business, more like business industry. And, and the, and the, the, all during that same time in that same progression, um, fast food became like a, a big thing, uh, simple sugars, all this stuff. And you went from a diet, you went from a steak and potatoes and butter, uh, eggs and bacon and toast for breakfast, um, you know, like these very standard meals that now people call dieting, um, you went from those meals to now you're eating at McDonald's on the way to work and you're going to go sit at a desk for 10 hours and not do anything. And then you'll, you'll drink and eat before you go to bed and you're under hydrated. And so versus like you're in a workspace where you're sweating, where you're on your feet, you're using your hands. Um, you know, it's just a totally different physical approach, and people don't go to the gym to actually get. That's what I'm talking about with this anxiety and depression right. issue. Right. It's like nobody goes, nobody goes and exerts any energy anymore. Like you can just order, you can order fast food to your door now. <laughs> and, and I know, I know people that leave their doors unlocked and put the instructions to tell people to just go ahead and come in. Wow. Wow. So, so, wow. <laughs> Look, what you just said, I mean, I, you know, like I, I've seen it. I, and no, 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 no disrespect to any of them. I've seen the commercials. I've seen all of it, but I never thought about it in, in the way that you're just saying it is that, now we don't we we don't have to go out anymore to do it. We don't even like it used to be that like fast food as it originated was like a, a Saturday night activity for high schoolers or like a Sunday after church with the family type thing. And now and and it's just like like uh, Thanksgiving is once a year. Oh, uh, screw that! We can go get a platter every night. Wow, you know. So do you do you feel so let let's take it let's take it even deeper than that. I mean we we say that child obesity is on on the rise and I mean it's abuse. and and no it's disrespect a, it's, it it's, it's called it's called it's called child abuse. Ooh. It's something I'm, it's something I'm very very passionate about. Yeah. That I, is remember, cool. I remember that talk, is, we we had this conversation you are right. You are right. And and you you was one of the people that said when Michelle Obama I, I I remember this as clear as day this is like probably our last conversation for that we had for a while after school that uh you know when you went to work I I remember you telling me that that was one of the best things that when Michelle Obama and them had uh, kind of forced the schools to to take out certain things and sugars and stuff and you said that can change a lot 
of people's lives until they win again. I didn't understand it at that time. I, I like when you said it to me, I was like, well, how? Cause no matter what, you know, there's still not going to be, you know, home cooked meals or anything. And- here, here, here's, here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. I'll tell you what. And, and that was a start. But honestly, if you, if you put up at, at those, Kids, you know, through kindergarten all the way through high school, if you gave them all a buffet of real clean food, none of them would be obese. Mm. Because, and the thing is, and, and unlimited portions, unlimited. And I'll tell you what, none of them will be obese. But so, so explain can, that. They, I know a lot of my listeners are going to say, well, what do you mean? Explain that. Explain that. So, if you eat real food, good quality food, a huge part of, like, what your body does has to do with digestion. And if you're just eating waste and, like, the bacteria in your guts are all messed up, like, it's a large balance in your body of what's going on in your digestive system. So, when you're throwing waste in, like, people read all this stuff about macros and whatnot, but... When it comes down to it and the breakdown process of what's going on inside of your, your intestines and your colon, you know, even in your stomach acid, like everybody's on Prilosec. I actually just went through 14 years of Prilosec. I didn't realize it was actually only supposed to be taken for six months tops. And I've had to totally, I've had to totally change my guts to be able to digest food properly again. Wow. And, and it's so interesting because I have acid reflex and I'm taking uh, 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 Meprazole now. You don't, <laughs> you don't need it. You, I'm telling you right now, you don't need it. It's, it's, it's diet based. Wow. So let, let me, let me say, wow. Wow. This, this, see, this is why we have these conversations or conversation with Dre because there's a lot of things that I think, you know, we, we don't really get. For, you know, for understanding, we look at a person like you that's, that's bodybuilding and really, you know, going hard for your body. And we look at you guys and we may say, oh, well, you know, that, that's him. He, he's doing it. But as you said in the beginning, you're no different than, than anybody else that, that may be struggling from whatever they're struggling from mentally, emotionally and everything else, right? What can people do in their everyday life? To just just help them besides going to the gym, besides anything else, because I think that you really touched on it. But give the audience what you think they can do in their everyday life to really just change everything for them. As far as well, possible, you know, and wellness. This yeah, so this is actually the exact thing that I tell people that start asking me for advice on this type of thing. Um, I tell people to commit two days to going to a gym a week and and if they financially can handle it, which I say, if you really want to, if you really want to actually invest in yourself, buy a trainer for two days a week and, and be committed to just go train. Don't try to diet. Don't even change your diet. Mm. You can, you can keep eating crap, but learn how good it feels to start lifting weights and feeling stronger and how your body feels so much better that I, if once you get used to it, if, if as long as you're eating enough food and you're recovering, cause some people under eat and they won't like feel good cause they're trying to like diet. But right. if you just maintain your, your crappy diet, 
and started lifting and learned to love to lift and like wanted to incorporate it into your life, then, then go to three days and, and four days. And by this time, like you'll know how to lift everything. So you don't need a trainer anymore. And, and you've, you've had, you've invested that time that you now are self-educated enough to do it yourself. And you like going so you can create a commitment. And then once you get to that point of like, okay, I've made all this progress. I'm in the gym regularly. I'd like to see more progress. Here's, here's a cool thing. Eat whatever you want six days a week, but one day a week, eat a diet. and, And what's crazy about it is if you just eat clean food all day, as much as you want, you'll probably end up being better off than you did on every other day of that week. Wow. So, so then, so then you'll realize that you feel better that one day, like your stomach, your, your depression, your anxiety, your headaches, you do it two days. Well, man, I feel even better after two days and your training and your training's being more productive. Like you're stronger because your cleaner diet is producing better energy for your body. Like, you see how the snowball effect happens, but all you have to do is start. And that and that's the and it, that, that's where it starts at, right? They're just starting, right? And and the crazy thing is, I could pretty much find anyone that A has the time and B can find some reason to like motivate themselves. So let me let me ask you this as you talk about the gym. Because there's so many gyms to pick from, so many things. Like, I really had to go through that. I went from one gym. I'm not going to, you know, uh, say it out there. But I, I went from one gym to another gym. And then I was just like, you know what? I need this this gym. I mean, I said it the other day. Snap, for me, Snap Fitness works. I don't have nobody that bothers me. I can go in there anytime I want. I can do That's just me. That's just me because I need that late hours, you know, to, to do that. What – how do if, – if, if somebody is looking – Let's just say, because you're right, I, and, and I cannot lie, because I, I, was, I was making that same excuse. I'm telling you guys this. I was making that same excuse that I couldn't afford it. And when I looked at what I was spending my little extra BS money on, I took that out and put it into into this, and, and it works out better for me now. What, what do you look for in a gym from an average person's perspective? What should I be looking for if I'm just getting started? Because you just said two things that really matter is one, get that trainer just to uh, start you off and get you going, and then two, learning it on your own. We're, what type of thing do we need to look for for that? So I would – this this is how I would really respond to someone. Um, I would tell someone to find, like, the local the local gym – don't go to a corporate, don't go to a, um, you know, fitness club or whatever. And, and I say this very specifically because I want you to find that guy or female in the gym that you look at and you're intimidated by. And like, maybe those are the people that like you think negatively about or secretly like want to look like or whatever, but you avoid talking to them and, and that gym makes you uncomfortable because they're there. Right. right. Go, up, go, go up and talk to that person. The first thing you do, once you find that gym, go find that person 
and introduce yourself. And, and I'll tell you what, if you say exactly what's on your mind, that person will probably point in the direction of your goals. Mm. And that, and that's something that, I mean, not just Anthony, but like the guy that, the guy that mentored me. But if I had just, if I had just gone to the base gym, you know, a couple of years prior and asked the biggest dude in there, like, Hey, could I like lift with you a couple of times? Just so I know what I'm doing or like how to eat. Or let's say you want to get like peeled. You find someone that's pretty lean and you ask them how they eat. I mean, Nine times out of ten, hopefully they're not like some crazy metabolism person. But um, if you find a really big person that's lean, they probably know what they're talking about a little bit. Um, but you'll you'll skip ahead so much faster in your progress if you're going to ask someone for advice and be extremely humble and thankful. Because I like when I I don't think people think about it, but when people stop and they talk to me and I'm walking out of the gym and stuff, I've spent probably $10,000 on my nutritional education mm. or, or like $30,000. Mm. 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 <laughs> and people don't know that the device that you've given them costs you. Oh yeah. You know, and, and people want free advice and stuff. And, uh, and I, I, and you know what's, what's cool is if I, if I get the time and I have the energy and I see that someone's being very like, you know, uh, graceful about their question, I will, I will sit down and I'll end up talking way too long and going over their head, but I will sit there and feed them information. I've seen you because do they it. Took the I've, seen you, I've seen you do it. I've seen you do it. <laughs> I've seen I love it. I love it. It's my passion. So, let, so, so as you just really quick talk about supplements as we wrap it up, what what supplements do you take, and uh, where do you think people need to, you know, just maybe come in at on a supplement level? Because with me being over forty, that's been my biggest issue, and you know, testosterone levels and just getting that that uh, pre workout and then after workout formula. Of course, it costs. But what what do you take, and then what do you think people need to do just from the raw foods perspective that will give them that same type of energy? Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I, I'm really gonna emphasize this, and then I'll go to the supplements. A huge thing of based on what's gonna happen with your body is all gonna be nutrition, like 98% nutrition. So just make sure that you're having a well-rounded diet of clean food. So then supplements-wise, um, you know, you don't really need a whey protein if you're eating a lot of whole foods like that are packed with protein. And when I say packed with protein, I'm talking about like the muscles of animals right, or right. the eggs of animals uh, that are made of the same amino acids that our bodies are made of. Right. Uh, but that aside, um, you know, yes, whey protein, if you need to supplement something quick after your workout, um, I use creatine. It's the most scientifically studied bodybuilding supplement in the world. Um, five grams a day and the it's just amazing stuff. Um, vitamin D, people don't get enough sun nowadays. Um, and then your essential uh, fatty acids. So uh, like fish oil, I, I tell people three grams of fish oil and three grams of uh, primrose oil. Um, so they get all their essential fats in their body. 
And it just it just helps helps to to keep the body going for what what it needs to go. Let me so you have a competition next week. I know that we we took you away yeah. from you know a little bit of the workout uh, today, which we, we're grateful to have you on it. <laughs> but you have a competition. Explain to everybody where the competition is, uh, what what is it, and you know give them the information so they can go and then, you know give that support for you. Um, well, I'm competing down in uh, Lincoln City, Oregon. May 11th, so next Saturday. Um, and then uh, it's uh, – so, yeah, next Saturday. Uh, trying to think. They don't have an Instagram. They have a Facebook. Um, uh, Smith – or RK Smith Productions. You can give we'll it to We can put the What's link that? up. Yeah, we can put the link up uh, on Facebook. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I def I definitely want want people to you know to to let you know. How do you feel about going into the competition next week? Oh, um, actually, uh, I I I feel the best I've ever felt um, about not just not just about how I look currently, but the plan leading into the show. Um, you know, every show you progress or you should progress in your ability to get leaner. Um, I feel like I'm bringing. I feel like I probably should be the leanest person at the show. Um, so my conditioning, my, my hardness, um, I'm not necessarily the, the largest guy, um, but I bring a lot of shape. Wow. Um, so I, so I'm feeling, you know, I'm, I'm feeling really good about where I'm at and what my body can do. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy no matter what I'm happy. So, uh, I'm just excited to finally get to this point. I've worked really, really hard. Um, to the point where I'm in tears, you know, and I, uh, I'm just, I'm just ready to step on that stage and show what I've, I've worked on. Yes, sir. Let me tell you, I, I, I'm proud of you as, as, as your brother seeing you have come from so far and really, like I said, you, you said this to me a long time ago that look, I'm going to compete. And I remember the Bellevue when you got into the Bellevue competition and you went in there and you was like, yo, I know what I got to do to things and to see you come this far. I'm, I'm just from a personal level. I'm, I'm proud to see you brother do it. I know this is going to be that competition. This is that one that, that you, you, you out of here after that one, man. I, I have a feeling on this one, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to, to level up, you know, brother. Exactly. Listen, if people want to get in touch with you, cause I know a lot of people may want to just hit you up and say, you know, I have a quick question for you. Even if it's about a gym, about a nutrition or workout, not only how do they get in touch with you, but tell people what do you really do as a trainer that you can offer them and how they get in touch with you for that. Um, is there if I just provide you my contact information and they can they can just look it up on the on the podcast? We we do it we do it that way. Def, definitely for it. Okay. Definitely for it. Um, so so what I do as a coach, um, I call it coaching because it is, and I I I feel like a lot of times I'm more of a life coach than I am nutritional or, or lifting. But um, so I don't actually I don't do any in person training. Uh, I do some in-person interviews and, and, and meet with people in person so they knew who I am, but, um, you know, if they request. Uh, but what I do is I actually take someone's um, activities throughout the week, say, uh, you know, work, sleep, um, obviously their, their diet and nutrition, um, what they're doing in the gym, and I – make them a plan, a, a weekly plan of what they need to do to um, 
end with their, their physique goals. You know, their, their visual goals are health. You know, I have a lot of people I help, help that have, uh, health goals in mind. You know, I've, I've got a lot of people's blood work improved. Um, I had a couple people, I've had a couple people with eating disorders that I've helped. Um, uh, what was the other one? Oh, um, I, I've helped some people with their diseases, um, which has been great because I believe a lot in, uh, nutritional medicine. Um, and so I help them basically structure their lives or their nutrition or their training in such a way that, um, is most productive for them and conducive for them. But, you know, also very much realize that you have to eat certain types of foods or can't eat certain types of foods, you know? So do, definitely do this after the, after you win next week. Can you, can you just get, we're going to call back in and want to talk about the experience of winning, how you feel, bring back the trophy, you know what I'm saying, over the kids app and, 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 and just, you know, hold, holding it up because I, I feel confident that you, you got this one, man, for real. Ladies and gentlemen, my man, Chris Binkley, I, I can't, I can't, I can't say enough, uh, for it. And I think that people are going to learn a lot out of this, uh, podcast for it, man. All right. All right, brother. Thank right, you so much. Up. That's right, it's your man Dre and Jackson conversation with Dre, baby. We are gonna talk about it like we always do right here. Don't worry about it. We got you until the next time, man. Peace. Act like you playing basketball. Act like you playing football. Compete. That's what bothers me. Many of y'all are not competing. I need effort. The views and the show. Opinions express 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 the views and the show.